Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, will you look at who's polishing up the frogmobile? Man's a man working on his motorbike. <laughs> After all those months. This is a cool looking machine. This is what are we looking at? The frogmobile. The new motorbike. Great. Yeah, I'm really chuffed with it. I'm delighted, so I'm um, just doing some little adjustments. <laughs> so I can put uh, I'm gonna I'm getting like kits so I can put on you know, equipment if I'm going yeah. off sampling and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. it's great. Brilliant. It looks brilliant. It's so lovely out here. My God, it's so lush out here. Everything is growing and the pond so is still there. There's nests there, so I have all my butterflies oh, eating them. The, the clematis, the climbing plant, went yeah. mental, but I can't cut anything back until... I can't cut anything back until, you know, nesting season's yeah. done. It's because you're a responsible human being. Right, we're going into your side passage. Yes. And this not, is also in, vibrant. In my actual side passage. It's not a euphemism. No. It's down the side of your house. And I'm going to pull the door closed. So you have a covering on the side passage. It's like a yeah. perspex. So I want to make it humid and I want to make it um, amphibian friendly. So we have our cane toads down here. We have our European toads and some salamanders. Oh, here's a beauty. You might lo- like to see a few beauties anyway. If we have time. So you're, you're leaning into a small terrarium. Yeah. You're rooting around and I see things crawling and uh, I don't know what the focus of. Uh. Oh, now you're picking up. <gasps> oh, my God. Is that a salamander? That is a noose. That's an it's alpine noose. Oh, my God. It's dark. It's about two, two inches long yeah. and it's black and its underbelly is yellow. Gorgeous. Oh, I need you perfect. A big invasive species in the UK, fairly widespread around Europe because they used to be pets for people and then again got released. Um, We actually had a small population in Galway in Ireland a few years ago and it's assumed that they've been removed but I wouldn't bet on them showing up again because they were such popular pets in the 90s in Ireland and throughout the country the last couple of weeks we've heard reports, more reports of uh, non-native reptiles and amphibians showing up. Yeah. So I think that animals might have been released in the 90s, got established here, and because reptiles and amphibians are so shy and cryptic, hiding away, people are only mm. starting to really notice them now. Mm. So you never know what we're going to find. And that guy is so dark, you could it could disappear oh into God. any... Yes, yeah. exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Stunning little creature. Perfect. 
I absolutely adore these. So now we're moving along the side passage cane past. Toads. I recognise cane toad, yes. and apparently my own cane toad will have an apartment in here soon. Mm, he will indeed. <laughs> Keep Terry coming, is coming to live with Check my cucumbers. Oh, look at your cucumbers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> We're not going there. So, <laughs> now have a look in here and see what you can see. Okay, so I'm looking into a very tall terrarium and it's filled with lovely uh, pieces of wood and moss. Him, pop and I'm looking to the right and there's the most stunning looking <laughs> bright green lizard-like creature with a very pointy head and he's Gorgeous, and he is. He is a Cuban anole or a night anole, K N I G H T anole. And I called him Simbad, and I'm calling him Simbad because he's after taking a great voyage to get here. Um, Jerry Creighton from Dublin Zoo contacted me a few months ago and said there is a lizard after showing up in some plants in the Midlands. And somebody had contacted Jerry and he very kindly drove down on his own time and picked up Sinbad here. And um, I went out to the zoo and he had given me notice so I knew what to expect, what condition to have it in, set up this terrarium. When he got here, just to describe him, he's a very slender looking Mm. green too brown lizard because they do change their colours oh. they can go very brown if he's green mm. he's in a good mood if he's brown he tends to be a little bit angrier he's a beautiful uh, vibrant green now yeah he's gorgeous probably because he has a belly full of crickets but mm. um, so I had to get the, the setup ready for him when he arrived he was a little bit bashed up and underweight because basically these animals only live in the Americas so they're in Cuba naturally and they've been introduced to Florida where they're kind of doing okay. It's a little bit cold for them, but things are hotting up everywhere, so they'll probably get established there Mm. as well. This guy was shipped in plants from Cuba to the Netherlands, Mm. where he jumped from those plants onto another bunch of plants that had arrived in from Southeast Asia, Mm. and then was shipped to the Midlands of Ireland in those plants so people were very confused because the shipment of plants was from Southeast Asia and people were saying well it can't be a Cuban animal but what happens is in these massive storehouses that we have for shipping plants and and, uh, and goods these animals will run around and feed and do what they do naturally so he just basically jumped ship so he travelled right across the world and then halfway back again (laughs) he's the most beautiful looking creature like very long and slender and almost Side to side flattened. Yeah. Like very tall back and the sides are very flat. So they're fully arboreal lizards and mm. they're actually one... That of, means? That means they live in trees, high up in trees. And as you can see, this is perfect for them because the biggest problem with these in captivity is invisible barrier syndrome, IBS. Not yeah. the IBS that we get, but invisible barrier syndrome where they constantly bang their face off glass. glass. Because they're stressed, they feel exposed uh, and they can't see the glass. So with these... um, This uh, is entirely encased in in creeping plants. Yeah, creeping plants down and you just put them down around him and he feels like he's up in a tree. Yeah. Um, You have running water here. I can't, I couldn't set up a running water thing. So basically you put a bubbler in flat water. He thinks it's a stream because that's what they tend to drink out of. Missed it every day. Live food, some fruit and veg. And... He arrived dramatically underweight. You could see his hip bones and you could see the bones of his arms and legs. And now he's a proper size for for, uh, a Cuban animal. They're not very rotund animals. They're quite slender. 
if anybody out there is a fan of uh, Pixar movies, he looks like the villain in. Um, he looks like the villain in Monsters Inc. He He's does very like him. He looks. What was his name? Uh, oh, he was brilliant. I can't remember, but, but Steve Buscemi like, did the voice. Yes, yeah. yes. His body's what about five inches, four inch, five inches long, and then his tail is longer again. Yeah, exactly. And tapers to an, an incredible point, and um, he's got lovely long, very pointy head. He's stunning. Yeah, incredible. And animals as a group of animals are, are amazing lizards. They basically all live in the Americas. There's about 400 species at the moment. So there's quite a lot of variation. And there's a lot of interesting studies being done about them, including a spectacular one recently that was done about how global warming is changing the size of their hands. Really? <laughs> so animals, because they're arboreal, they hang around in trees. And with global warming, we're getting an increase in extreme weather events. Mm. So you'll have hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. Instead of one every four years, you'll get more and more and more faster and stronger. And one scientist noticed that there was a massive drop in the number of animals that were hanging around in trees. And they were kind of guessing at what was the cause of it. So what was happening basically was the hurricanes were blowing these animals off the islands they're on, off the locations they're in, killing them. Except for the ones who had bigger sticky pads on their feet. So they were the ones that survived. And as a group on the in these locations, the whole population developed mm. stickier hands and stickier. It was like evolution on, mm. on uh, you know, in super fast motion so it's like the ones that were left alive had the big sticky hands they and they're the, the ones that ones passed on their genes exactly and it just really went into and they actually reproduced these conditions in the lab using a, a, a leaf blower <laughs> and, and a few lizards that weren't harmed in the yeah. process of doing it but very interesting and it, it's well worth looking up if you have any interest in science there. Um, to, to see how they, they went about it but um, it just goes to show that you know very rapidly certain species can adapt especially if they have large amount of numbers like animals do mm. there's a lot of them out there now other animals that are more rare might that might just wipe them out mm. but uh, these guys are after evolving very quickly mm. to deal with these uh, new weather conditions and I, I just thought that was fascinating but that, that brings me back to something that Leo and I talk about all the time how there's always variation in, in any given population so my cats mm -hmm. for example have all different personalities and skills and abilities as do you and I as do these animals here some have the larger hands some hadn't and that means that at least some of the population will be ready for Something, something that's thrown yes, at them and in this yes. case the ones with the bigger hands were ready for the hurricane ready conditions and they're the ones that passed on their genes and kept the species going so that's amazing yeah it, it, it's back down to like you know Darren's finches somebody in a group of a large group of yeah. animals or sort of people <laughs> will have that skill set to survive and pass on that skill be it a learned skill or a physical trait mm. and yeah Really cool. Amazing. These Beautiful. Guys, these guys are quite territorial little uh, lizards. Yeah. They have a dewlap. You know what a dewlap is? No. So um, it's a kind of a flap under their skin mm. and the males use it to signal. Oh. So because they're lizards, they fall prey to snakes and birds and mammals and all sorts of things and especially the smaller species. But lizards like to show off, especially the males. They like to do their press-ups and they like to flash their bellies <laughs> and their tails. So to compensate, to, to stay hidden but still be able to go Howie and Mary to the girls that are walking around. <laughs> the males have this beautiful orange and red. It depends on the species, but it's this vibrantly coloured 
not unlike your microphone there, like a big bright red uh, dewlap. So it's like a flap of skin with a hard bony projection that sticks out oh. and they'll literally be able to do that so they can do that so like, it's like flicking it forward exactly imagine you had a sail under your chin yeah. and you could turn your head up and just bring it out and show it off wow um, it, it, a similar thing to um, what they did in Jurassic Park with the Dilophosaurus with the big uh, the fin mm. it's, it's not the same but it, the idea is that that flap is hidden away from predators and, and you know um, to, to not draw attention to the animal but when he wants to show off and do his push-ups or if he wants to display his territory and warn other lizards away he can do that and quite safely so it's it's very um, very cool little trait that they have Wow so he just only oh, didn't move You can just see it here just on his neck Oh a little bit yeah, yeah. I wonder will he do us a push-up How are you pal? I've been giving him so much space because of the stress that he went through mm. and he was on death's door. Um, but like you can see now, he's beautiful and he's happy as well, which is great. He's, he's a stunner. That's the second animal now this month that I'm after uh, helping out. So I've done my good deeds. You have. Yeah. You have. We had um, Sam the Fox. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about that? No, well, we got outside. And yeah, we have a chat. Okay, yeah. We're going to pop, pop out. And, and, we, and we need to do our social distancing thing. Hello, Froggy. I'm just passing by. It's this tiny little side passage, but there's so much growing in here. There's cucumbers and creepers. It's fantastic. It just goes to show what you can do with a small space. You can do lots with it. Say that again. I grew up in a small council house, so I learned pretty. Mm. And there's beautiful parsley growing on the windowsill, and magical. So tell me about Sam the Fox. Yes, yeah, so in Trinity uh, College, in, uh, where I work in Dublin, in, in Dublin we have, um, we've always had foxes. We've always had foxes coming in and using the grounds to hunt and to breed. And they have their, uh, their dens in various locations around the college. And it's always been a treat to see them um, in and out and about, especially when you're on night shift or you're doing a security shift mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and the lads and the people in the college are quite fond of them. Great. During the lockdown, of course, it was very uh, difficult for those animals, the urban foxes, to find the food that they would be very used to, which would be discarded burgers, bits of food that we basically leave out. So they'd get fed at around half three in the morning every night. Mm. When everybody went home Mm. in their taxis, the foxes go out and have a really substantial meal for a fox. So they started coming out earlier and earlier. There was less people around. And basically it was like a ghost town during the height of the, the lockdown. And I think we talked about on the podcast, we were mm-hmm. seeing a lot more m- movement of animals. And one of them in particular, one of the new cubs this year, started off looking fine. She was out playing around. I'm saying it's a she because we are assuming it is a female at this, at this stage. But um, we'll just stick with that. But uh, about two months ago, she started getting mange and started chewing on her fur and mange in foxes is a terrible disease caused by mites and it basically rots their skin off and eats away at their fur and they just chew they've chewed their own tails off nearly with the itching and can you imagine like just these oh God, millions yeah. of these little things eating away at you and it's a horrible horrible death for any animal but you know it's you know foxes are 
I find them very beautiful looking little animals and especially when you get to know them and you're kind of we put out food for them and try and give them a little bit of a hand especially during the lockdown so anyway I put up the bat signal on social media what we needed to get for her was a dose of medicine to to remove the mites and the Kildare Animal Wildlife Unit uh, they're a great bunch you'll find them on Facebook but and, and hopefully next year we, we, we hope to uh, hook up for an interview on, on the Critter Shed. They're everywhere. They do amazing they things. They do amazing work. Yeah. And they're, they're all volunteers, not unlike ourselves, in the, the Herb Sock. And it's great to see groups like this going out and rescuing animals. Anyway, a guy, Pierce Stokes, shout out to Pierce. He, he gave me a shout online and said, look, I can give her a one and done treatment. Mm. Basically a one dose tablet. And we arranged to meet up. We found what we thought was a fairly reasonable location for her den. We found bits of starling wings and mm. seagull beaks and <laughs> pigeon torsos. So we said this is probably a good bet. So because there was an amazing picture in the paper of her That's with right. a pigeon in her in her. She actually became really famous yeah. because I had been kind of talking about her online a bit, and m- my friend Ronan, he's a reporter in the Irish Times took the story on because people wanted to hear good news and less you know mm. COVID related yeah. news so he kind of reported it on the Irish Times and everybody was following our progress then and somebody a photographer I can't remember his name but he got a beautiful shot of her in Temple Bar mm. one morning with a pigeon in her mouth mm. and it just it was one of those examples of how adaptable foxes are they went from eating hamburgers and Kentucky Fried Chicken to <laughs> straight back to hunting and learning how to do it really quickly and started nailing pigeons again but anyway we we, uh, we found a hole in the ground in Trinity with dead pigeons and assorted bits and pieces around that led us to believe that that's where they were bunking up at some stage or another the problem with it was we had put out some medicine for her before mm. And we put it out in meatballs. And wh- when we put it out in meatballs, of course, the seagulls would be down and flying away with it straight away. That's why we needed to find a den. When we found a den, we got a boiled egg and we put the tablet in the boiled egg and left it there and hoped that over the next couple of days um, she would eat it. The next day I came into work and lo and behold, it was half five in the morning I was going in and lo and behold, there she was out on the grass mm. on the front square about you know a good 20 meters away from where, where we had left the bait so i noticed that she was very lethargic lethargic and and not looking the best so i said i'll chance my arm and i ran around to where we left the bait grabbed it it was still there very quietly walked over to her and just had a little chat with her and rolled the boiled egg with the with the medicine and she ate it in one go and it was amazing (laughs) it was just just a relief because I knew if she didn't do it it would like we'd be back to square one and she literally did it in one go I was so happy I could even see when she bit into the medicine and swallowed it because she she grimaced so it was uh, yeah one of those little kind of I wanted to punch the air but it was very quiet and, and and Literally within two or three days, you could see her coming back to life a bit. Uh, I was advised by the guys in Kildare to feed her oily fish. So we started leaving her tuna out and a lot of good dog food, quality dog food, just to build her up a little bit. And she started to figure out that if I leave out the oily fish too long, or if I leave out... Now, I hide it under bushes and all, but seagulls are crafty devils, you know. (laughs) But she started to take 
instead of taking it a little bit of it and then coming back to the bowl we were leaving it in, she took it all away mm. and then she'd bury it. Wow. So she was learning that she buried it and stashed it away. Now this is, you know, classic fox behaviour. That's what they do. But she had, it was the first time I'd seen her kind of copping onto that. And um, yeah, it was brilliant. Wow. And now she's like thriving and we're all quite attached to her the lads in security in Trinity and the staff in Trinity oh. are very very attached to her and it's, it's good to see him pop out at night during my shift and, <laughs> and it, one of those little happy stories of the yeah. last few months even yeah. though we've been all stuck in and a bit depressed it's yeah. it's been really cool well, she's a celebrity now I she mean, is she's yeah. fucking huge famous it's brilliant <laughs> it's like Sam the Fox everywhere Um but yeah, and, and, and has had two big write-ups in the Irish Times and one international piece, but yeah. International, The Guardian? Yeah, I, think so. I think in The Guardian they went and talked about oh. her as well. So yeah, from humble beginnings in a yeah. hole in the ground in Trinity. It's, yeah. like, uh, it's like The Hobbit or something like that, but there you go. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So we yeah. have we have a bit of news. We don't do, we? yeah. So first of all, um, this is the last of our season two. Yeah, a very so, strange season two yeah. with everything that went on. But yeah, a, a lot it, of fun. It kept us going, I suppose. Just Jesus kept us sane. And also, we learned how to do uh, do the critter shed without having to actually be in the same room with yeah. each other, which is good and will come in useful. I suppose. Because I'm moving yeah. to the Netherlands. Well, I hope I move to the Netherlands, COVID, depending on COVID. Depending, yeah. Also, I'm having uh, I'm having some spare parts inserted into my prosthetic hip, so I'm going to be off in the next couple of weeks getting that looked at. Yeah, so it's a it's a good time for us to take a break <laughs> and uh, let you recover and, yeah. and and get moved away. But we're we're not stopping. We will be back. Yeah, we just need a little bit of time to get some R and R in and. Um, well, we have some other great news as well because we're going to keep our feed live because yes. I've done a few pieces this year without Collie um, documentaries. And, and I'm going to. And one with you as well, yeah. yeah. That's true. So I'm going to put up this series of documentaries on the feed. If people might like them, you can listen in. And, and you, you're going to be recording a few bits and bobs by yourself and maybe posting them up as well. Yeah. So 
I can't recommend. I have, I got a sneak peek of your animals. Uh, oh yeah. Documentary, a couple of them, and you are gonna love these. They're uh, very, very brilliant and beautiful bits yeah. of radio. So um, yeah, keep your ears peeled on the Critter Shed feed. And yeah, I'm gonna be recording. I'm gonna do some interviews. So we'll be ready to rock and roll when we yeah. do the season three, which will probably we'll keep you posted when we yeah. when we're started. It'll be a few months at least, but uh, we'll be we'll be ready to hit the road running yeah. and if you have any questions we can always post up short pieces on our feed as well or so if anybody. you have any questions that you want to know anything about send us an email or get in touch on social media and we'll answer them well when I say we I mean you know yeah. colleague. If, we, if, <laughs> if we don't know we'll know somebody yeah. who does That's and we'll pop the answer up in the meantime you know as a short segment so Keep an eye on the feed. There'll be interesting things coming out. Exactly. You. And anybody who, uh, like the Kildare people that we were talking about earlier on, they, mm. they reached out and that's what we want. They would like to have a chat with us and that's what we're all about. So Absolutely. if you have any interesting projects going on, mm. if you know of somebody who's doing something cool with wildlife or with their uh, with their own pets, give us a shout yeah. and um, we'll have a chat with you. We'll be round to your place. Yeah. <laughs> God <Brilliant>. help you. <laughs> you better have a lot of tea. <laughs> The Critter Shed is a member of The Warren, the home of great Irish podcasts. For more, including my podcast, How To Be Sound, see thewarren.ie. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.